Welcome to the first episode of Good Better Bets. I hope you all caught a little bit of the preview episode that we did, giving you guys a little taste. Ryan Roberts, by the way, NFL, college football, and draft analyst, joined by Mr. Michael Donzuzo, who is a, I guess I'll give him a title, title of betting expert. I guess we can throw that in there, right? We are aiming in the specializing in the sports betting world to make your picks less of a gamble each and every week. So this is actually something me and Mike and sponsored by Believe Podcast Network, all that great stuff. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, blah, 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 blah. You know, all to get up on that situation, guys. Me and Mike have actually been talking about doing this for some time now. And it started off as kind of a let's do a weekly segment, right? You know, maybe you'll come on a podcast. Maybe we'll put out some betting content on, a we- on the website. We'll do it that way. But we are now in a situation where we have started our very own betting podcast, which I think you guys are going to get a real kick out of because, one, we're very knowledgeable. I'll bring the player side of things, the coaches side of things, the team side of things. Mike will bring his betting expertise because he is a wizard. I will give him another compliment here. He is a wizard with the betting lines. Expert to wizard. I graduated in like 30 seconds, man. That's phenomenal. You went to. You went to Hogwarts and you got your betting, you got your uh, wizard wizarding license. If that's what that thing's called. Sure, man, that exists. Yes, that hundred (laughs) percent exists. So together, we think that we guys we're going to give you guys not only the betting side of things, why a line is the way it is, why an over under is the way it is, why you should bet one side or the other, why it's a game you should completely avoid, but we'll also tell you very in depthly about why we like that line. And obviously, Mike will give kind of the betting side of the coin to why it's set the way it is, but I'm going to rebut a lot of things he says because I'm going to talk about the players, the coaches, the trends of each team as well. I think matters in this conversation as well. So we're going to break this all down and really get into nitty gritty. Mike, like I said, man, you got what 20, wait, like 37 years of betting experience at this yeah, point, man. Yeah. You came out of the woob as, yeah, as a, as a degenerate yep. gambler, man. Had, so had, had a parlay card in hand coming out of the, coming out of the womb for sure. Uh, your mom should probably get that checked out. If yeah, that is no, that's, exactly that what happened. painful, right? I've never given birth. Don't plan on giving birth, but that, that seems like that could be dangerous. So for the first episode, this is going to be a little bit of a back and forth between me and Mike. Cause the other part is, is we're friends. So you're going to get a little bit of. Well, we're kind of friends. I don't know. I don't like to put labels. I'd on say things. acquaintances. But yeah, Acquaintances is a good yeah. word. We're acquaintances. So there's some inside jokes or some witty banter. I'm sure. I mean, at least I think it's witty on my end. Mike's a different story, but we'll be able to give you guys some bets of the week. We'll talk game breakdowns of each one of those games. Also going to add a segment each and every week. I'm going to call it make it make sense. Talking about a, a segment of betting lines. And I'm going to present them to Mike and say like, Hey dude, I don't like this line. I don't know why it is the way it is. I don't like this over under. I don't understand why it is the way it is. Explain it to me. And we'll break it down that way. And of course, we have to have a little bit of fun. We're not exactly sure what we're going to do each and every episode to the winner, but we're going to pick against the spreads and we're going to see who is better at picking each and every week. And depending on how that goes, maybe there'll be a championship belt. Maybe there'll be bragging rights. Maybe we'll make each other do something super embarrassing each and every week. We'll get there. But Mike, I I know that this is something that you've been thinking about for a while because, like I said, you have a, a a deep history of betting and betting knowledge. Just tell listeners, man, why why is this something that you wanted to do? Why is this a why a betting podcast for you in this next stage of your ninety seven year old life? 
Yes. Fantastic. I'm going to move it in my assisted living facility next week. So thank you for that. I assuming that you'll help me move in there. Um, yeah. So uh, appreciate the, uh, appreciate the intro with the expert wizard. Um, I think grand Puba is maybe the next uh, step I beyond wizard. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to yeah. ask around and see what the, um, see what the lineage is there but yeah i, I think I, i'm gonna I, I think i'm gonna I, I think i'm gonna let your wife name whatever your label is so we'll see what she comes up with yes we are a family friendly podcast so i i don't know that that would be an acceptable um acceptable way to handle that but uh yeah so i've been and this is not an exaggeration probably betting 20 plus years um so long long time uh, i think i started when i was about maybe 12 13 years old um so maybe we're looking at the almost 25 year length of this period of time. Uh, so I blame my brother. So I have an older brother and, um, you know, when he started high school, he, he, he got himself a little high school bookie. Um, and as, and as any good brother would, he, uh, asked me if I wanted to, uh, to, to make a bet and I'd watch football. We'd always love football growing up. Um, so yeah, I decided to, uh, to give it a try. So I was so new and really had no idea what I was doing to the point where I think the first bet I put was like, it was like a minimum 20, 25 bucks, something like that. So I'd, I'd bet and spoiler alert, I lost. Um, so <laughs> I, I remember it was, I just made one bet. And at the end of that week, I, whatever it was, 20, 25 bucks, he's like, oh, you know, you lost, you owe 30 bucks. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I bet 20 <laughs> bucks. I bet 25 bucks. So I had no idea what juice was, what big was. Um, didn't know that I needed to pay for the privilege of betting. That's something, huh? Um, so had no idea any of that. So I I thought my brother was trying to screw me out of money, to be very honest. You know, like any, any good big brother would do. Um, so, so yeah, that, that was kind of how it all started. Um, and from there, it just kind of, kind of went from that. I, I found my own bookie, used my brother's bookie for a little bit. Um, when I started high school, I'd found my own bookie, um, graduated from one bookie to, two maybe three at a time um got to college had several bookies that i was using um had been through the process of, i've gotten stiffed many a times sure. um which is is every um you know rite of passage for someone who um maybe bets with some illegals um let's call them um uh, so yeah it's it's been uh it, it's it's been a journey it's been a learning process you know you do something for 20 years you're gonna you're going to pick up a thing or two. You're going to learn a thing or two. Um, and certainly how you handicap now or how you should handicap now has, has changed significantly since, sure. you know, 20 plus years. Um, you know, there's always going to be a tax on your, your big teams, your Dallas Cowboys, your, you know, Alabama's. Um, but there is so much less of a tax nowadays than there used to be because people have changed their approach to betting. Um, you get more underdog betters. You got more people looking to fade those big teams at, at a given number um, than you used to, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Um, so, you know, you, you got to adapt, you got to change, you got to, um, you got to learn. Um, and nothing will teach you faster than losing some damn money. You know, you, you lose a couple weeks in a row. You're like, all right, let's, let's, let's think about this. What's, what's not going right. Is it just yeah. bad luck? Is it variance or, or do I need to kind of change things up and, and look at a different approach here? Well, and I think that that's going to be the best thing that people get from this, Mike, is obviously we're going to joke around a lot. And we're going to have fun with this guy, but I think there's a lot that people can gain from this because like you said, this is built off of experience, right? As far as, 
making good decisions, making bad decisions, and probably somewhere in between in a lot of betting situations, right? So I hope that we can, at the end of this, every after every episode and however long this podcast lasts, I, I hope that people that listen just genuinely feel like they've become a better better throughout the process. So that's what we're aiming to do here, folks. It, before we kind of get into it, I just want to let you know that we also are on Twitter. Good Better Bets is at Good Better Pod. That's better as in someone that is placing a bet. So B-E-T-T-O-R, Good Better Pod, capital G, capital B, capital P. You can follow me at Rise and Draft. That's the letter N, Draft. And you can also file, follow Mike at Mike D's Bets. That's D's as in D's Nuts, D-E-E-Z. <laughs> Went for D's it, man. Nuts. God bless you. Go ahead. <laughs> So follow us all there. Mike, want to start each podcast off with a segment that is dedicated to a betting tip of the week. So yeah. you have a ton of them and you actually want to do like five today. I was like, dude, <laughs> chill yeah. out, old man. You're going to hurt. You're going to hurt a hip doing this right now. All right. You already <laughs> got a right. bad knee. You don't want to hurt a hip as well. Give me one good betting tip for the people listening out there. Something that they should be aware of or pay attention to if they haven't been paying, paying attention to it yet. Yeah, so uh, I want to try to do this um, and have it be very recent and very situational. Something, you know, possibly from the last week or two that's kind of jumped out to me, you know, an approach that I try to take when I'm, you know, assessing a betting card. Um, so so the one thing that jumped out to me last week was um, be careful of making a bet when your whole entire handicap is narrative-based. Um, so let me put a little bit uh, of explanation into that. Um, so... I'm going to go back to last week. We had Iowa State and uh, Kansas was uh, was one of the games that we had bet on that we had put out. Um, we bet the under um, winner, uh, but the um, I saw so I you know do consume a lot of the Twitter X um, gambling Twitter, which is just a cesspool of people. Like just a there's good people out there. Don't get me wrong, but like it's just a cesspool of, of morons and people trying to make. 20 bucks to to pay for their picks uh by the way these picks are entirely free um and we will never ever 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 charge for a pick and nor should anyone ever pay for a pick in, in my personal opinion um but anyway in 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 looking at um x you know you see a lot of oh my god kansas beat oklahoma the week before you know they they tear down the goalpost you got that video and then bringing the fucking goalpost in the whatever the hell body of water they they have out there um and people are like oh my god you know, Kansas is a fade. You got to fade Kansas. I'm like, all right, cool. I can get behind that. Um, so I believe that the game opened a pick. Um, so Kansas on the road to Iowa State, the game's a pick. Um, was it a pick? Then, it was a pick it was, to start, it, really? It, it, wow. it opened a pick, yeah. Um, okay. So as the week goes on, obviously your, your spreads are moving. Um, you know, we see Iowa State minus three. Holy shit. Um, I, I just... You just, you can't get there. And, and again, you know, you, is, so is, I, is that like, is that like a trap game after beating Oklahoma that that line is moving that way? They're assuming that that's going to kind of be kind of the, I guess the danger zone for Kansas to kind of overlook a Iowa state team. That's been a yes. little bit up and down. Yep. Like I'm trying so, to understand that logic. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I know you use the term trap. I, I, I personally do not believe that there is such a thing as a trap game as far as like a, a point spread. Like, I don't think that, um, you know, bookmakers, odds makers are putting out a bet to like try to reel your ass in and try to get you to do one thing that that's that's not there. Um, you know, they, they want to try to get even action on one side, but at the end of the day, they have to kind of mitigate their risk and they have to look forward and see, OK, 
if I put this number out, who am I going to get action on? Um, and they don't want to be too heavy on one side unless they're really confident in their position and they're really confident in their number. Um, so uh, to, to, to get back to the to the point spread, um, you know, the only the only logical explanation that I could come up with, which was kind of supported by, you know, the betting community, at least on extra Twitter, was that, you know, Kansas is this is a look ahead spot. You know, the, Kansas is Kansas is hype from last week. Yada, yada, yada. And, and, and cool. Like, sure. Is it possible? Absolutely. Um, have I bet games before where I thought a team might be in, in a bad spot or look ahead spot? Absolutely. Uh, but I hate, hate, hate that being the only logic or reasoning behind a bet. Um, and, and there wasn't any football schematics matchup explanation, injury news. You know, you'll sometimes see three point moves due, due to an injury news. Um, there was none of that. And I just, I could not, I could not see it. And I, I don't want to say that I'm, I'm the smartest person in the room because I, I didn't, I didn't bet Kansas. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I, I didn't like the game in general. What I liked was it, you know, being a lower scoring game. Um, so, so that was our wager last week, but I just, I could not ever get to Iowa state minus three against Kansas. Didn't make mm-hmm. any damn sense. Um, and again, that, that, you know, the result of the game, it was correct. You know, Iowa state was the wrong side. If you bet them at a pick or minus three or whatever, um, all wrong. Um, and if you watch the game, it, it played out that way as well. Yes. Um, it was just, that was the wrong side if you had um, if you had Iowa State. So uh, long-winded explanation of if if your only logic is so-and-so team is is down and out and they're depressed, um, I would have more than just the thought of that being the case. Maybe have some a beat reporter, a coach saying something, um, a player coming out on social media and saying something. Just you just can't throw out a blanket. Oh, they're you know they they threw their goalposts in the river last week, so they're going to lose to you know Iowa State on the road. Sure, uh, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense because uh, I mean that was my only thought process was you're coming off a big win, you're playing against it. A solid Iowa State team, that, but it's a team that's been up and down. I mean, I, I I jokingly make fun of Iowa State each and every week, Mike, every time because my, my one buddy is like a Big 12 guy, so I'm in a slack where he always talks about the Big 12, and I'm just like, every week I'm just like, what the heck is a Rocco Becht? Like, can you tell me what a Rocco Becht <laughs> is? Like, whatever, Sounds like man. a good pizza spot, I think. It does, it yeah. does, but it does not sound like a very good quarterback to me, but I could be wrong about that, I guess, but yeah, that's a... Uh, Good little tidbit there. Yeah. And I know we really want to get into some of these game picks. So what we have for you this week, folks, is four different games that we think are good bets, but we're more than anything going to break down the games as far as why we think they're good bets and what we see both from each side. Then we'll talk about the weird lines of the week, the make it or make it make sense segment of this podcast. And then we'll get into pickums. The pickums is going to be a a lot more rapid fire. It's not going to be as much analysis. It's just going to be me versus Mike. Me put him in a body bag and us moving on to episode number two. So best bets of the week, Mike, we're, we're not going to do multiple ones because there's some in the pickems for the week that you also wanted to include in here. Mm-hmm. But we're going to do a couple that I think are a little bit off the radar and some interesting lines is the best way I would put it. Let's start Georgia Tech, who has been playing better this year. Certainly they've been a whole lot better than they were last year. Last year, they were a little bit of a dumpster fire, to be honest. This year, they're playing much better. Haynes King is like 21 touchdown passes so far this year. Who would have thought that that was going to happen this year? But side note there, Brett Key has done a pretty good job as the 
now head he was the interim head coach. Now he's the full-time head coach for Georgia Tech. Done a pretty good job. They are traveling down to the University of Clemson, coming off of the big win, obviously, against Notre Dame, 31 to 23 this past week. Line on this game. Clemson is 14 and a half point favorites in this one, Mike, at home. What stands out to you about this game before we really dissect this one a little bit? Yeah, so um, a couple things there. So as as we go through the picks, I'll, I'll give my picks, and I, I, I'll try to make it clear which, which games I have bet or will be betting, um, and I always want to give that a buy price. Um, so we're, we're recording this on a Wednesday, um, so all we can do is give out you know, the most um, relevant price at this particular time. Um, yeah. But a, a big part of my handicapping is, is the number. If you don't have the right number, you don't have a bet, in my opinion. Um, so I'll make it very clear, the games that I am betting, what my recommendation is as far as the buy price. So I'll say, you know, so we've got, you know, uh, Georgia Tech 14 and a half. I'll tell you my buy price is, you know, 14 or better. Um, and, and give you exactly, especially with over-unders where you can have some, you know, some solid movement as far as the number goes. I just want to yep. make it perfectly clear what you're, I have you're, embedding. You're, you're, you're trying to save the better in case the line moves yeah. too far one yes. way or the other. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So we're recording on a Wednesday. Who the hell knows when people are going to listen? Hopefully they listen. If they do listen, um, you know, if they listen on a Friday, Saturday, you know, I don't want to hear, Mike, you told me to bet Georgia Tech and they bet them at like 12. I told you to bet Georgia Tech at up to 14. I, I didn't say bet Georgia tech at 12. So I, I just right. want to make it very clear. And we're going to get hate, you know, um, we're sure. going to get some love. We're going to get some hate. Anytime you suggest something and it loses, you get people chirping you. Um, it's all yep. good. Chirp away. Um, <laughs> chirp me before the game though. If you disagree with me, give me a little chirp before the game. Um, you know, before at, the at, final score, go on Twitter at Mike D's bets and throw him under the bus. Yeah. folks. Go do Just, it. I will help. I'll help. Yes. Yeah. No, you can, you can drive the bus, Ryan. That's, that's cool. Yes. Um, we're all good with that. So that's just a little aside there. Um, so back to, to this particular game. So, um, Clemson 14 and a half, holy shit. Um, why, why is this line 14 and a half? Um, cause, cause they only... just dominated Notre Dame last week. That's sure, why and they're at sure. home again. That's right. why is that? That's the way it is. Right. I think we, that's we why. got, um, yes, you're, you are a thousand percent correct. Um, you know, so we got Dabo making a very impassioned speech at the end of yes. the game. You got, um, uh, what the hell Tyler from Spartanburg. That was the big, uh, oh, yeah, Tyler from Spartanburg. He, he called it to the Dabo show yeah. and it yeah. lit the fire under them. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. So, like, that was a big thing last week. Right. It, it, again, this yeah. is, this is all narrative based, but like in all honesty, this plays into some of where these lines go and where they open because as a, as a sports book operator, you got to think what number am I going to put up that people are going to want to bet? Um, so, and, and people are, are, you know, tend to overreact. Um, to, to what they saw last. So a lot of what I do is, is especially late in the season, you know, don't overreact, base it on a two, three, four, five game sample size of what you've seen from a particular team, you know, where they are in the betting market. Um, and don't just say, Oh, Oh my God, Clemson's back. You know, Clem Clemson's not back. I, I, I can, I can, I can tell you that right now. They are not back. I don't know that they were ever here this year, <laughs> but they are sure as shit, not back. Um, yep. So I'm sure that you all have figured this out based on my handicap. Um, so far, I am on Georgia Tech plus 14 and a half. Um, so I, so one way I like to think about my handicapping is I like to think about what I feel a line might be, might open at. Um, so as I thought about this one, I, I was thinking Clemson 10, to be honest with you. Just thinking straight football, um, 
I was thinking Clemson 10. Um, still, again, still a double digit line. So you still think Clemson's going to win this handedly, but 14 is just 14 and a half, just a little, right. yeah, a little out there. So I, I do see a, a, a possibility where Georgia Tech does win the game. I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, I am not, don't, don't chirp me and say, you said Georgia Tech was going to win. I, I think it is, it, it is not outside the realm of possibility. Um, I, I will be like, uh, I like to call this little sprinkle. So I will be sprinkling on the Georgia Tech money line, um, just a little, 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 like a quarter, maybe less than quarter of your actual full size bet. Um, you know, if you think a team has has a chance to win, a little, little sprinkle um, on the money line. But yes, four, fourteen and a half is um, is I think ridiculous. Uh, they yeah. are still a very bad offensive team. Um, yeah. Klubnik, just watching him, he's just. My man's got happy feet. Um, you know, I know Shipley is, is, did not play last week. I, I he did pretty not. confident He's, that he will he was, play. Yeah, he was he was in concussion protocol, and apparently it was going to be a game time decision this past week against Notre Dame. So I would anticipate him barring some major setback yeah. that he's he'll probably play along with Phil Moffat in the backfield. Yeah, this week. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, and that you know part of part of my breakdown was that you know Shipley will be back. Um, I I just think that I think that Georgia Tech's going to be able to score. To be honest with you, and I don't, I don't believe in Clemson enough offensively to substantiate um, over two touchdowns. So my buy price for this, since it is fourteen and a half, my buy price would be fourteen. That's the lowest I would play it at. Um, again, if you, I, I thought it was going to come out ten, ten and a half. Um, so I probably would have bet it ten and a half or better. Um, yeah. But now that we're here and this is the spread, you are not going to be successful doing this if. If there's a 14 and a half available for, you know, we're at Wednesday. Um, if there's a 14 and a half now and you don't bet that and then you bet it at 10 and a half, 11, that is not that's not a successful approach. You're, you're going to lose long term because of that. Uh, so my my suggested buy price would be 14 or better mm-hmm. um, would would be a Georgia Tech bet. I bet it personally at 14 and a half. And I think that because I actually agree with this one because I'm looking at it and I'm saying Georgia Tech has just kind of been a tough team this year. I mean, like they're not a bad little football team. They are definitely more consistent than where they were last year. Like they were last year, they were just a really bad team. But Haynes King, I mean, throw a lot of shade on him for his throwing motion while he was at Texas A&M, but he's played pretty well for Georgia Tech this year. They have a young man named, I think his name is Eric Singleton at wide receiver, who's a 10-200 meter guy in high school, leading receiver as a true freshman. They have some, they have an improving roster. And I think that Clemson at home, obviously a, a massive favorite. And I think that that is understandable. But I do think, because one thing, Mike, even if Will Shipley's back, they're going to be a little beat up still. This, I mean, they because they were out. I think nine other are starters last year against Notre Dame. So, like, not everybody's going to be back, obviously, for this game against Georgia Tech. Which I think will play into the Georgia Tech side of this bet. And also, I would say that I think that it felt like to me that Clemson thought of that Notre Dame game as a little bit of their Super Bowl, as in like that 100%. was the big name coming to town. We got to show. We got to pull out all the stops. We got to play our best ball. And they could have a little bit of a hangover game. I, I wouldn't be shocked about this one. So it's interesting, Absolutely. man. So you heard Mike Donzuzo bet Georgia Tech plus 14 or more. If it digs underneath of that, probably stay away from it a little bit. But if it's 14 or higher, Georgia Tech 
with is the play this week. Do you think real quick note? You don't have to go super analysis on this one, Mike. But do you think that that game is going to be a little bit of a lower scoring dogfight, or do you think that they both teams could score a little bit? Not that it I'd matters say, as long as yeah. they cover, but yeah, yeah. I, I'd say a little bit of a a, a lower scoring game. I actually don't. Uh, if you have it in front of you, do you happen to know what the what the total is? I, I don't happen to know that. that I, I can top pull, of my head. I can, I, I can pull it up in a second as you just kind of analyze. I imagine things. it's in the I, 50 I also five ish range, but again, I, I is, is it fifty five? I'm going to I'm pulling it up right now because okay. I, I actually I agree with you because I think it is going to be a little bit of a dogfight. I don't necessarily see a ton of scoring. Um, I mean. In, Obviously, there might be some other things that play into that. Like, I don't know what the weather is going to be like this weekend, but it is. Why do I not see? Why do I not see an over under here? What the heck? What the heck? I don't have. I don't have one here, man. That's all right. I could. I could find mind. it. Uh, I could find it real quick if you wanted to just roll into the next uh, next breakdown. Yeah, I can just pop back in and. and uh, oh, there no, I got. It. I got it. It's 55. 55 and a half. Is it? 55 and oh, a half. There you yes. go. Yeah. So again, I I honestly had not even paid attention to the total. I was just focused on the on the side. Uh, but just real quick off the top of that, 55 seemed about uh, seemed about right. So yeah, I, I would say under 55. This is this is not a bet. I repeat, this is not a bet. <laughs> but, but, on, but your impulse yeah. is to say correct. Under, under, that, under, that is correct. That, that, that to it. me that fits the that fits my just general thoughts on the game, the handicap on the yeah. game. It would sure. lean towards an under. So. All right. Well, next game we had was Northwestern at Wisconsin. A couple of very interesting teams. Wisconsin's been very up and down. They've looked okay in some weeks, not great in others. Northwestern, I will say this, Mike, don't think they're necessarily a good football team. I'm not going to put that on the universe, but they're a whole lot better than I thought they were going to be, man. Yep. I thought they were going to be terrible because they were yep. bad last year. Yes. And then obviously the Pat Fitzgerald debacle, debacle and saga that pursued like, oh, what happened? It, I'm just oh, never, never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> <Just fucking with laughs> but, they, but they they've been playing a lot better, man. They've been competing, which has been a very interesting thing to watch. We have Wisconsin as ten point favorites in this game at home. Are you leaning Northwestern here? Are you leaning Northwestern in this bet? No, no, I'm not. Oh, uh, so, okay. All right. So, so, so if you make me pick a side, yes, it's it's the Northwestern side. Uh, but my bet is actually on the under. Um, under 42 and a half is the, is the current number. Um, people hate betting unders. So again, just kind of, I, I hate betting unders in college football, to be honest. Yeah. It's not no. my jam, but yeah. right. Right. Let me ask you this. Yes. Who, who wants to, you know, so there, there's a social component to betting, right? You want to, you want to sure. get together with your friends. You want to throw in a bet, you know, you want to cheer, whatever the case may be, have a couple beers, enjoy yourself. Um, sure. nobody says, I want to get together with my buddies and just really cheer for some punts, some drop passes, <laughs> right, right, um, a lot right. of flags. I really like the game to be slow. Yes. There to be no rhythm uh -huh. um, and just a whole bunch of punts. Right. Nobody says that, right? That's Nobody. that's not anyone's thought process. That's not what anyone wants in, in a game that they consume or watch. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, and again, I it, once I kind of figured out that, you know, you're paying a little bit of a tax for, your favorites for your big names for your for your over unders um you know the over is is more taxed than you know than your under because again people want to be entertained they want points give me the points and, and and it's college football so it's points college are football. usually at a uh, high volume high volume yes yeah so to me uh we're we're under 42 and a half here um i did wow. bet that i, I did bet under 42 and a half um okay. my buy price is 
is 41. Um, okay. you know, I, I could get to, I could get to 41. I could see that being a bet as well. Anything under 41 would, would not recommend that. Um, yeah, North Northwestern is not a good football team. Um, you know, there, there's nothing attractive about, about their game. Um, they play they, hard. They, they play hard, man. They play that, hard. That, that is, that is when you think about an under, you want yeah. a team that's going to play hard though. You know, sure. so a team that's, that's apt to, you know, give up a touchdown, be down a couple scores and then quit. Not great for, a, for, a, for an under, um, you know, because they're going to, you know, they're, they're not going to put in the effort. They don't want to make the tackles. You know, they're down by a couple scores. Ah, fuck it. Let so, that guy go. So, so don't bet the under on a USC game is what you're saying. Don't that do that. Correct. That is okay. correct. Hey, look, you're, you're now a grand Puba handicapper. I, sure. I, I can, as a grand Puba, I can anoint others at that title. So I'm just going to go ahead and bestow that upon you. Congratulations. You'll get your, uh, your, uh, ape in the I'm, mail. In about I'm, I'm going to get off this podcast. Cause Caitlin is home today and I'm going to tell her that I'm now a grand Pumbaa of betting of sports betting. So I'm sure yeah, she'll be congratulations, very proud of me. man. Very proud. It yeah. only took 30 minutes. I mean, that's probably the quickest, uh, anointment that there's ever been. So yes. congrats. Yep. Oh, I appreciate it, man. So we're bet <laughs> we're betting the under on this football game. Yes. My football analysis cap says that you were banking on, Northwestern being a scrappy team, which you already talked about, and Wisconsin being a very up-and-down offensive team in the first year, obviously, of that offensive coaching staff, but still having a pretty dang good defense. So yes. you are betting on those things correlating together yes. to why this under is going to happen. Okay. Correct. Yeah, so I will um, you know, I'll put some egg on my face. I think I told you this a couple of weeks ago, Ryan. Before the season started, I, I did um, bet Tanner Mordecai oh, I know this to one. win the Heisman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> How's that looking right now? What are the odds um, of that now? <laughs> so he is not active. This. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to have to go and, and and recheck those odds. Um, if you had a physical ticket in your hand, you bet this with a sports book. Go ahead and rip that up. Um, I have already counted this as a loss. Um, I, I do very few of these, by the way. I I, I don't really like, get futures after after what what, what week. Did you start counting it as a loss? Was it after like week two? They start counting it as a loss. When did you like? We're like, um, yeah, that's not gonna work out. Yeah, too well. Probably about week two, because like the the first part of their schedule was was very. Um, that was, and I bet it early, be, thinking that hey, if this air raid system works out, you know he's gonna put up some big numbers in these first right. couple of weeks. Um, it didn't. It didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. It's not going to happen. You, you want to um, you, you want you hope that Phil Longo year two is a lot better than Phil Longo it, year one. Yes, it, yes, it's it's dead. Um, but again, it, you take risk, you know. Um, and and you yeah. can't be afraid to lose. It's it's gambling sure. for a reason. And you can, you also can't hide from your losses. So yes, put that up as an L for me. Yes. All right. I will put the Tanner Mordecai L because he's not even the starting quarterback for Wisconsin that, that anymore. Is, that is a fact. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fact. Um, I've actually heard some decent things about the young quarterback they have. Apparently, he's a Richard Freshman, the lock kid who's only a six foot kid, but apparently, he's decently talented. So, interested yeah. to watch that football game. I, I definitely, I definitely lean toward your side on this one again because. Not much offense from these two yes. teams so far. Yep. Not yep. too much. You got offense, two so. scrappy defenses, um, yeah. very inept to you know, half decent, not so much offenses, and, and a slower tempo as well. Um, slower tempos are true. Yep, makes an under. Yep. All right, well, that makes sense. Now, next game that we have is a little bit of a well, it's not local to where it's being played, but it's got a little local flavor in Rutgers, who's been quietly. 
pretty good this year yeah. for the most part. Six and three, bowl eligible in what third season since Shiano returned, I believe. Greg Shiano is the head coach. So two or three. They, yeah. They are traveling to number 22, Iowa, who I know <laughs> I know Mike's a big Iowa fan, man. Are they Iowa. still fucking ranked? We're still doing <laughs> this. Number 22, oh man. They God. are still ranked. One and a half point favorites for the home team, the Iowa Hawkeyes over Rutgers. What what do you like about this game? Are you looking at a are you looking at a spread? You're looking at an over-under? What what do you like in this one? So I will just start with the total total points for the whole game. Okay. Is 28. Two eight. That is the total. That's the total. Was it was wasn't it? I Iowa just played Northwestern, right? And it was ten to seven. Ten to seven. On on a late field goal. This wasn't like a ten in the first half. This was a last second. um, Might not have been last second, but later in the game. um, Twenty seven. Shittiest analysis of all time. Always bet the under in an Iowa game. Shittiest announcement <laughs> yeah. of all time, but there it is, man. There it is right there. Are we not, going, so is, is it the under this game? Are you saying no, it's the under? No, 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 no. Okay. So there, there is such a thing as just like a number that's unbettable. 28 in a college football game is, to me, is unbettable. I've never, ever, ever, ever seen a 28. Like that's that's that was an opening number. This is a- I, Iowa is setting records here, Mike. It was like twenty nine and a half a couple weeks ago. That was like, oh my god, it's under thirty, and now it's yes. twenty eight. They just keep but lowering it, man. Lowering I believe it. in that particular game, it had opened in the thirties, like thirty two. I think who the hell was that? Yeah. Um, it wasn't Northwestern. It was a game before that. Um, it, um, maybe Minnesota. 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 Yeah, it had it had to be Minnesota. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, Minnesota. Um, so yeah, these these are historic spreads i don't i don't like to buck i i I just yeah i don't think you can bet under 28 i really don't it may go under 28 it really might i just i'm I'm not going to be betting on that um i like rutgers um so i I have a rutgers um rutgers one and rutgers plus one and a half bet um pretty simplistic um they've got they've got the best offense (laughs) <laughs> yes hey uh, don't, no. don't don't shy from that man no they no no, no. They've, they've, they've got they have a good uh, running got, back yeah manong guy really good yes. running back uh whimsit yes. actually I, i've actually kind of been a little bit impressed with whimsit um a not as a passer bit. but as a runner as a no runner, no sure. no no i am in slightly <laughs> oh, no. not, not impressed like oh my, my man's getting drafted like no um <laughs> impressed as in like i had i had an opinion of him and in the last, you know, this isn't just a one week thing, because if you see something one week, OK, it could be could be noise, could be had a great week, could be shitty defense, whatever. Um, several weeks in a row, I've like, OK, he can he's reading the defense. He's making accurate throws. He's making timely throws. Um, again, I'm not I know you're a draft guy. Um, please do not add him to your to your draft board. Shout it. Shout out to uh, to the draft skills. Um, yeah, don't, don't add him to the draft board. Um, and Ryan's gone. He's, he's, he's left the show. Um, so yeah, don't, don't add him to the draft board. Um, he, he is what he is still a good runner. Um, but can actually throw the ball a little bit better th- than I had anticipated. Um, and I, I just, I can't get away from the just dreck uh, of <laughs> Iowa football. Somehow. Somehow, Mike, somehow. And by the way, podcasting tip, 
just plugging my laptop in, man. Unless I say, well, we got to stop for a second. Just keep talking, man. You, cool, don't have to keep, cool. you, don't, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just being a jerk, obviously. Somehow, they had one of the worst passing offenses I've ever seen last year with Spencer Petras. And you know what they said this year, Mike? You know what they said? Hold my beer. Hold my <laughs> beer, sir. Because Deacon Hill, holy. Because I know he wasn't the starting quarterback to start the year. It was Cade McNamara, of course, yes. former Michigan quarterback, who also wasn't very good this year. Thanks. But Deacon Hill takes it to a whole other level of not good as a passer. Yes. But at least... To make up for Deacon Hill's bad passing, at least he's also a terrible runner as yes. well. So like yes. that, that equals up very well. Yes. It equals up yes. great. It's it's not only that, it's the it's the play calling, it's the ad, ad uh being adverse to any sort of like risk. Yes. You know, just oh, it's fourth and one at the at the 40. Oh, we're pumping the fuck out of this ball. Um, <laughs> you know, they're just they just cannot wait to punt. I, I just I, I cannot I can't get behind they're, Ferentz, they're like rents. They're like you know what I was like. You, you, have you ever seen the Water Boy? I know that's probably a stupid question because yes, who hasn't yes, seen the yes, Water it Boy? is a stupid question. Yes, I've seen the Water but Boy. You, you remember in the bowl game where they're like, you know what? We're just gonna knee it three times, and the other team's just not gonna score, and that's how we're gonna that's win it. the football game. That's, that's Iowa, it. man. They're like, hey, that's it. Can't win if you don't score, buddy. That's, can't win. That is that is it. Um, so not only that, but like, so I was always kind of had this, I've bet against Iowa for, for years and years and I've gotten burned on occasion, but what they used to do is they used to cause, they used to cause turnovers. They used to have, you know, they used to cover games by getting turnovers, short fields, pick sixes, scooping scores, all that shit. Um, they're not doing that this year. They really aren't. There's no voodoo. You know, turnovers are, 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 there's luck to it. You know, ball bounces one way, it gets tipped one way. That's, you know, so, that's so, why I was scared of the Clemson Notre Dame game this past week. I kept telling Notre Dame fans, I'm a little worried about this one because Notre Dame's forcing a lot of turnovers, but there's a big randomness to forcing there, turnovers. There sometimes. is, there there's is. Luck and, and some of it, it, more so at the college level, I would say it's, it's more, sure. there's more, um, you know, you can say this quarterback is going to turn the ball over. Um, you know, this running back is more apt to fumble, shit like that. Um, but there, there is some luck to it, but you know, I was just not doing that. They used to get by smoke mirrors, punting. Can't tell you much about their punter. Um, sure. He's a, sure. He's amazing. Oh, Tori um, Taylor. Not, he's great, man. He's a great, he's, he might be the best punter in college football. This you could have made up that name and I, oh, no, I it's real. Have, it's I, real. I, all, I Amer- no all, Amer- all American punter. No, no, no BS. He's, a, he's so, a and, and I'm going to go off on a side tangent. Like, so this is, this is one of the good things about this show is that y- you bring that right off the top of the head, Iowa punter information. And I'm sure I, you know, I, I know the players, but I, I don't know offensive linemen, defensive linemen. Like you'll, you'll rattle sure. off guys' names. I'm like, I have no idea who the fuck you're talking about. Mm. Um, not a clue in the world. Um, so one of, one of the great things I think that we can do is, is having these conversations and you're bringing us the, you know, the just nitty gritty. <laughs> if you want to hear a good Iowa punter breakdown, this is the place to be. Um, hey, but yeah, I, I I can't take too much credit on that man because he's just he is maybe the best punter in college football. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't know his name. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't know. But yeah, could you tell me the name of the Rutgers punter? Um, is it still Adam Corsack? It I was have, Adam I have, Corsack. I, have no, I, I think it, he may have graduated last year, so I don't know his name then. Could have said know. anybody's name. Yeah, Except Adam Corsack was actually one of the best punters Rutgers has had in a long time, but I believe he graduated last year. So we're, out, we're I'm out of luck on that one. No, no, it's again. 
did better than I ever could. Um, yes. So yeah, no Iowa voodoo, no Iowa magic. Um, Rutgers plus uh, plus one and a half. Um, buy price one and a half is tricky. Um, you know, I always want to, if you're getting a point, point and a half, you want to take it. Um, I, I think the game is going to move. I think, I think Rutgers closes a favorite here. Um, you know, for, for all of the reasons I've outlined, I think they're just a better football team. Um, and, and Iowa just, you know, has looked terrible. So I think that, I think that Rutgers will take some money. Um, I would bet Rutgers at picker better. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go across the, the one, so I wouldn't bet Rutgers minus one, Rutgers minus one and a half. I would not bet those numbers. Again, I I do believe Rutgers wins the game. You know, you're not betting a one and a half thinking, oh, I think they're going to lose by one. Um, so, yes, obviously, I think Rutgers wins the game. But, again, I'm not in the habit of taking, um, you know, two and a half points, the worst number. So, you know, my buy price would be Rutgers pick them uh, or, or better. You you don't think Iowa's going to win 10 to 9 on Saturday? You don't think that's going to happen, man? It I think happen. you just predicted the final score. I really... <laughs> Really and truly do think that ever, that is ever, gonna ever, ever since I saw Iowa beat South Dakota State last year seven to three in which there wasn't a touchdown in that football game. I yeah, just picked the yeah. weirdest score of all time, and that'll probably be the Iowa score this week. That'll probably be the Iowa score. So I hope you're right, man. I really like what Graciano is doing at Rutgers. Iowa's just that team where I'm just like they usually just beat the teams they should beat though. Right. Like they just usually do it. Uh, and it's ugly, but it, uh, right. But they haven't been not this year, not this year. I need to look back at their schedule and see what they see who they've lost to. I mean, they're number 22 team in the country. Mike, they can't Oh my God. I can't games, believe we're babe. still doing this. Holy <laughs> shit. It, uh, I can't. All right. Well, let's move on then. Last game, because we're a little long on this one. We're actually probably going to cut That's down a little said. bit of the weird lines. <laughs> Relax. We're probably <laughs> going to cut down the weird lines, maybe one game, and then we'll get into our pickums. Last game that we want to hit on, because the you guys tune in for the analysis. You didn't tune in just for the weird lines that we like to talk about. West Virginia, another team that's vastly improved, a lot better than I thought they were going to be. At Oklahoma. I know Oklahoma's ranked. I forgot to put the ranking next to their name. Oh, well. Oklahoma is 13-point favorites at home this week, Mike, coming off of back-to-back losses in which they lost to little brother Oklahoma State in Stillwater last week. Tell me that you're picking West Virginia to cover against Oklahoma. Tell Country me, roads, sir. baby. Are you? Are home. you doing it? Yeah, Love man. It. West, West Virginia plus 13. Um, I know that I, I had a, a segment where I went on a little bit of a rant about not betting based on narrative. Um, this is partially narrative and partially football. Um, so I, I am a firm believer that if a team loses their loses their yearly goal, you know, so if, if a team has legitimate playoff aspirations and they honestly and truly believe that they can get to that space um, and, and they lose that the week after they, so they're done. There, there's no playoff for, for Oklahoma. Um no, no. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll get a bowl game. Sure. Maybe, maybe a, you know, top bowl game. Um, but bowl, I, most I, likely, but so yeah, let me ask you this. Do you, do you think that in the Oklahoma program, they yeah. had legitimate thoughts of being a playoff team? Oh yeah. hundred percent. I, I mean, there was a, I mean, cause I, I think even if they didn't before the season started, they certainly did as they're riding the wave of being undefeated and beating and knocking off Texas in the Red yes. River shoot, shoot down, shootout. You know what I mean? So River show showdown shootout. I think it's been rivalry. 
Well, some people call it the rivalry, but it's also I, I grew up with it being the Red River shootouts was the one that I called. But I think shootout was like insensitive or something. So they're like, we're going to name it the rivalry instead of the shootouts, whatever. But huh. either way, either way, it's been called multiple things over the years. They were riding the wave, though, of being undefeated for a long time, beating Texas, the assumed best team in the Big 12 before the season and throughout most of the year, to be honest, at this point, after beating Alabama and, and winning some convincing games. well. Oklahoma certainly had those standards throughout this year until they lost two weeks ago to Kansas. And then obviously losing against Oklahoma state. They just, I mean, cause after you lose to, to Kansas the week before you still have a chance, but you have to be perfect from here on out. You cannot yes. drop another football game and then you do it in back to back weeks. So there might, there certainly might be some negative feelings in the players right now. I would say as of yeah. today. Yeah, so you know it's uh, it's a dream crusher, you know your your hopes, your aspirations, your big goals ha- have been have been crushed. You know you lost to to little brother. Um, no, so that, no more that, Dil- no more Dylan Gabriel Heisman hopes either, man. No, you, you dashed no, no, it. You yeah. It. Tear those tickets up, uh, throw them in the Tatter Mordecai um, pile of your of your betting slips. Yes. Um, yeah. No. Um, so th- there is that that definitely plays a factor. In the handicap for me, I, I do think that that is a very possible or likely. And also, I like to think about the coach, um, sure. you know, because a lot of times the the team will will reflect the coach. Um, you know, some guys are rah rah guys. Hey, let's get up off the mat. Um, I don't think the Oklahoma coach is that guy. He doesn't strike me as that as that guy. Um, so I, I think that there could be a a letdown for them. I think that they're, right. you know, they had a little bit of a dream crusher the last two weeks. Um, and, and, and football wise, I think that West Virginia has some, um, some things that they do offensively that, that Oklahoma is going to struggle against defensively. Um, yeah. so those, those things, um, coupled with the, with the 13 points, um, by the way, that, that, that is my buy price. Um, it's at 13. Now I, I wouldn't play it below 13, um, yeah. So we are on West Virginia plus 13 Mountaineers right. country roads. All that I love it, man. I love it. West Virginia quietly has a pretty good run game as well. CJ Donaldson yes. and they have another good running back. Jaheim Thomas. I can't remember his last name, but he's a pretty good player as well. So good run game there. Let's go, Mike, because we've been long winded on the first episode. Who would have thought that was going to happen with you speaking? I mean, <laughs> who would have thought? Weird line of the week. Make it make sense. I just want to talk about one game before we get into our rapid pickums here at the end. Number 18, Utah, heading to the University of Washington. Number five team in the country. Playoff hopes obviously are certainly alive as number five team in the playoff ranking. Washington, nine and a half point favorites, Mike. And I want you to explain this one to me because I saw this line and I said immediately, Washington has been struggling a little bit. They're still winning, but it's been a grind the last three weeks where I think that they could have dropped two of those football games at like they could have dropped a couple of those football games. Now they're still winning ultimately. And that's all that matters. Sure. But you come into this game against Utah, who again, they're an up and down team because their quarterback position is not great. Bryson Barnes is a former walk on a great story, but like not a great quarterback. We know this, their offense has been just very up and down, but still they're a tough team, man. They don't just lay down to dudes. And I looked at this nine and a half point spread. I'm like, I think that's a little disrespectful to Utah. I think Utah covers this one. Why is this line this way that it is this week? 
Um, yeah. So I was actually, so, you know, you and I didn't talk about this, you know, we didn't talk about any of these fucking games before we jumped on here. So this is, this is all improv. Um, I I wasn't sure which way you were going to go with this one, which, you know, which, which shot you thought, um, you know, was, was a little, uh, overinflated. Um, I actually thought you were going to go in the other direction to be very honest with you. I thought you were going to give me a, um, you know, holy shit, Michael Penix, Heisman, you know, did you see what they did to USC? Yada, yada, yada. I thought yes. that was going to be your your rationale. Um, no, I want to know why I, this line is so high. I want to know why they're disrespecting Utah. That's what I'm curious yeah. about. No, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm actually again I'm I'm surprised because so and again not to not to shit on your on your betting knowledge or expertise, but you know in in the spirit of transparency, you are not a you are not a better. You, you know you yeah. haven't you know you don't study the markets. It, that's not your that's not your skill set. You are the football player. Um, yeah. you're, you're the football player guy. You know, you you leave the betting stuff me to me. Give me the analyst title. Man. Analyst, the analyst um, title Grand Puba of yes. uh, football of college football on the draft. Sure. So sure. again, didn't know which way you were going. I I think the spread is a li- a little high, to be okay. honest with you. Um, I I think it's a touch high. Um, I, I think Utah, again, you like you said, um, you know, Barnes not a great thrower of the ball. Um, yeah. but I mean, they could, they could still pound the ball, you they know, the ball well. they can still pound the ball, still a really solid offensive line. I think that they're going to do some things, um, offensively that Washington is going to struggle with defensively things that Washington has struggled with defensively against some other teams. Um, so I, I, I do agree with you. I think they're going to have some success. Um, people love their picks. So I'm, I'm going to give out a, a selection on this. I'm not betting the spread. I'm not betting okay. the, the, the total, um, we're going to the team totals. We're getting into the the nitty gritty of this. Um, oh. So team total, you can bet over or under. Um, a team scores X amount of points. Um, mm-hmm. So for for the reasons that we've outlined, I, I think Utah is going to have some offensive success. I think Washington is also going to. You know, you're you're not going to completely shut down Washington. I think they'll Utah will have some success, but Washington is going to get theirs. Um, so I, I think that Utah will still need to score to to be competitive in this game um so i bet the utah team total over Mm -hmm. 20 and a half so we're saying that utah is going to score over 20 and a half points um in this particular game Uh, and again and the reason i bet that versus the side of of, um utah you know plus nine and a half i'd Mm -hmm. rather see 10 10 and a half I, i could i could see this as a 10 point game so i feel more confident that Utah scores over 20 and a half points than I do that. Um, you know, they cover the, the, the 10 point spread. I think they're going to be competitive. Would you be shocked if Utah won? You know, I would not you, be shocked at all. Yeah. I, I, I predicted this. I think that the PAC 12 is still going to cannibalize each other down the stretch. I still oh, believe that. Total, I don't think totally agree. I don't Oregon think it's going to go unblemished. I agree. I, also, I, Oregon I is Oregon. the best team in the pack right now. I, the best I, team in the I, pack. I, totally, totally love them. Um, and, and, and Oregon's the only team that shut down Utah because you know their their defensive line, um, their linebacker play, they, they've shocked me. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm, yeah. I'm very surprised with Oregon good, on the defensive man. side of the ball. Um, and their offensive line is excellent as well. And yes. Bo Nix is very Bo Nix, baby. Sounds right Dude. now like he's not doing anything wrong. You know he's making plays that needs to be made, and he's not killing an offense right now. So if he does that, they're going to be a tough out against anyone, yeah. in my opinion. No, um, yes, for sure. Um, so this game. If if you see a 10 and a half, you know, if you see a Utah 10, 10 and a half, jump on. But to me, the preferred play is is Utah 
over 20 and a half points. My price would probably be 21. Um, you know, I, I'd like to see it. Three touchdowns are under. Um, and, and by the way, this is um, 20 and a half is juiced uh, to minus 120. So Utah over 20 and a half points minus 120 is the uh, is the bet that I'm making on that game. Let's rock to the pickums, Mike. We're not going to do, do it. in-depth analysis here. If you want to throw a one-liner to why you think the way you think, that's fine. But we're going to rapid fire these folks as we get out of here. Number three, Michigan are five-point favorites at Penn State. So we have a home underdog in this football game. I'm going Michigan in this one to cover the five. I don't care. I'm 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 going with it because I will never bet on Penn State in a big football game until I'm proven otherwise. We'll not do it, Mike. So it's narrative based. I get it. Give me Michigan minus five. Smart man. Uh, not not something that I, I'm going to bet or personally will bet. Um, Michigan yep. minus five for me. And just kind of an aside. Um, total is at about forty six right now. Um, sure. Was was as low as forty three. Uh, if I see a 47 or better, I will be betting the under. Um, haven't bet it yet. If I do see 47, I'll be on the under. Okay. Number uh, 18, Utah. We already talked about this game in the breaking breaking it down on the line section. So but we're both Utah. 18. Just for just for clarification, because the loser yes. of this will have to get a tattoo at the yes. end of the season. Um, yes. Utah, Washington. We're both on yes. Utah minus nine. Or I'm sorry, Utah yeah. plus nine. I am definitely on Utah, Utah, okay. Utah plus nine. Agreed. Tennessee, number... 13 Tennessee. How are they number 13? That's insane. Uh, one point favorites against Missouri on the road. Number 14, Missouri. Give me Missouri, Mike. Give me Missouri in this one. Basically a pick them, but I'm going to go with Missouri here. Oh, man, this is a tough one. This is a, this is a, just a stay away game for me. This is a total yes. flip the coin in the air. See what side it lands. Um, I'm going to be contrary. I'll just I'll just do this because you picked Missouri. If you would have picked Tennessee, I would have picked Missouri. I'll take Tennessee okay. just to, just to be difficult and just to be on the opposite side of you. Hey man, I, I respect it, man. That's how that's how you win these things. Sometimes you just got to go against it. One yeah. other, you don't adamantly think it. Yeah. Two more college football games: Ole Miss, number nine team in the country, at number two Georgia, minus ten and a half. Georgia are obviously the home favorites here. Give me Ole Miss to cover that ten and a half. Give me to cover. Yeah. Oh shit, man. This is tough too. Um, Georgia. I'll take, I'll take, I never lay again, not betting this game. Um, you yeah. make me pick it Georgia 10 and a half for me. Okay. So we're both other sides there. Mike's just trying to get ahead of me. Hopefully he's, he's hoping I pick wrong. We'll see. I doesn't usually work out too well for other people. Uh, USC at number six, Oregon minus 16 and a half Oregon favorites at home here, Michael, you can go first on this one. Yeah. Um, so USC, for me, plus 16 yeah. and a half. I will yeah. just a quick yeah. nugget on this one. So I always I, I look at um spreads in advance. So um DraftKings had dropped this game Saturday before any of the games were played. Um the spread on this one was 12. So Oregon wow. was minus 12 um oh. before any games were played on Saturday. And I think that that really shows you overreaction to, yes. to what you just saw last. So what did we just yeah. see last? Um, Oregon beat the shit out of Cal, I think it was. Yes. Um, and, and USC, um, Caleb, Caleb Williams is crying in in the stands. You got, you know, they're covering his face, like, oh my God, Ugh. they're dead. He's crying. He's so upset. Again, narrative based. Um, so this line has moved four and a half points through 12, 13, through several key numbers. Um, so you're 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 paying a tax if you want Oregon. Um yeah. I'll take USC. 
I did not bet this. If I see a 17, I'm going to be on USC. Give, give me USC to cover as well. I 100% agree. I just, look, well, I think Oregon's the best team in the pack, but you're giving me 16 and a half points with the Raisin Heisen High, High, Trophy winner. You can say what you want about Caleb Williams, but like he's going to score some points, man. They're going to score still, some points. Still oh. a good offensive team and just uh, comparably, the, you know, the, the most similar team to um, USC that Oregon has played is Washington. Washington yeah. put up 30, 32. If Something I remember like that, correctly, yeah. 30, uh, 35, like no, I think it was 35, 32. Um, yep. so I, I think USC will do some similar things. Um, yep. again, probably going to lose, but I think they stay within 16 and a half. And again, 17 for me, I'm betting it. We've been an exclusively college football show, but we're going to hit you with some NFL bets here to end the podcast. Texans, Houston Texans at Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals, six and a half point favorites, Mike. I'm actually going a high number for an NFL game, but I'm going to go with the Bengals here to cover that six and a half. They win by at least seven in this football game. In my opinion, I like a lot of what the Texans are doing, but I think the Bengals are playing about as well as anyone in the NFL right now. So give me the Bengals to keep rolling. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll be on the Bengals six and a half. Don't have a super strong take on this one. Um, yeah. To be honest with you, I won't be betting it myself. I think the line is, is in and around the correct number, um, maybe a shade low, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be on the Bengals six and a half as well. New Orleans saints minus two and a half at the Minnesota Vikings. Hate doing this as a road team, but give me the saints here to cover the minus two and a half. I'm not betting for back-to-back good games from Josh Dobbs at quarterback for Minnesota. Not doing it. Tough, man. This is, this is, this is a tough, <laughs> it's a tough uh, one, right? It, it, I would never bet fine. this one. I would never um, yeah, look so at it. Wouldn't recommend this. Will not be betting it personally. Um, yes. Man, Vikings. I'll take the Vikes. Give me give me the Vikes in the two and a half. All right, you're going to start us out here with the 40, San Francisco 49ers minus three at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars, home underdog in this one, Mike. Yeah. Um, I'd like to ask you a question. Are we, are we getting Debo back? Yep. He's practicing. I saw him practicing. Okay. So I think okay. he's, he's slated to potentially play this week. I think that that is a big, I think that's a big piece. I think the 49ers got three. beat up for several weeks. I think they were, you know, they lost two in a row. Um, or was it three in a row? I think it was two in a row. They lost two in a row. I think three two. overall, right? Yeah. On the season. Okay. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So going into the bye. Um, so, and Jags coming out of a bye as well. Um, so yes. I like to bet on good teams that were okay. um, slumping coming out of yes. a bye, assuming okay. they have a good coaching staff. There's some injuries um, and also hot teams. Jaguars were one of the hottest teams in the league for the last four five, six weeks. Um, you don't want to slow down momentum when you're a hot yep. team. Um, so I think the fact that they had a bye is actually a little bit of a detriment to them. Um, okay. I have not bet this game. I, if I see some 49ers two and a half, I probably will, assuming that Debo plays. Uh, but I'll be on 49ers minus three. And again, will be a bet for me if I get some two and a half. I probably would have went 49ers if I actually was betting this game, but I'm going to go Jaguars to be different than you. Give me the like Jaguars. Jaguars. Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens, one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Baltimore Ravens, six-point favorites at home, Mike. Give me the Browns to cover, Ravens to win. Oh, Hell. Um, so I have bet against the Ravens the last, I don't know how many weeks. Um, how's, how's that going for you? Is it oh, going it's well? Terrible, 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 yeah. terrible. So I, I bet this, I bet Seattle last week cause I saw some six and a half. So that number had shot up. Uh, thought that was the wrong number. Bet that loser. 
Um, and I'd bet against them against the who the hell did they kick? Oh, the Lions. Um, when yep. they kicked the absolute shit out of the Lions, I was I was against the Ravens. Um, so I have a personal rule that if I am wrong on a team two or three times in a row, I don't bet on or against that team because obviously I've, I've there's something I'm missing. Um, maybe it's just right. a Lamar Jackson hate for me. I, I still don't believe in him as a quarterback. <laughs> so maybe that's what keeps keeps um, landing me against them. Um, yep. But here. I'm going to take the Ravens minus six. I will not be betting this game. I am off the Ravens for against totals for at least three weeks is my punishment. Okay. okay. Detroit Lions last game. Detroit Lions two point favorites at the Los Angeles Chargers. I almost just called them the San Diego Chargers and I almost called them Las Vegas for some reason, <laughs> even though they've never been in Las Vegas. Mike, I'm not a believer in this Chargers team. I know they just came off of a dominant victory over the terrible New York Jets team. I know that they just did that. Give me the Lions minus two in this football game to cover. Yeah, uh, same Lions minus two. I, I've been on the chart against the Chargers the last two weeks. Um, so we bet the Bears two weeks ago, hammered. Um, we bet <laughs> the Jets. So the, the picks that we gave out last week, um, we went three and one. The loser was the New York fighting Jets plus three and a half, never had a chance, wrong side, um, yes. loser, knew it was a loser, you know, through the first quarter, uh, just just a dead Jets team. Um, yes. The Chargers haven't killed themselves the last couple of games, haven't. and that's they what they do. Right. That is a Chargers things to, thing to do. Uh, Staley makes bad play calls. They do things that are just not the most intelligent, in my opinion, and, and, they, and they do stupid shit. So they haven't been doing that. Um, but I do think the Lions are a better football team. I think they're much better coached. Um, so I, I will be on the Lions as well, and I will probably be betting the Lions personally. Um, got 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 to take a little bit of a deeper dive, but more than likely I'll be on the Lions. Um, you know, minus two or better. This is going to be the longest podcast we're ever going to have here, folks. With the longest, the first inaugural episode of Good Better Bets. Make sure before you get out of here. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to us on any of your favorite podcast platforms, make sure you hit a five-star review for us as well. Go to book good, better pod, capital G, capital B, capital P better as in someone who's placing a bet. Follow it on Twitter at rise and draft the letter N draft on Twitter and Mike D's bets. That's D's as in D's nuts. Make sure you check in to the next episode of we'll be back soon on good, better bets. <laughs>